if you could, could you, my friend listening right now, sit down either on your laptop or a piece of paper and write down, it's the year 2039. That's 20 years from now. So I'm looking at Tristan right now, who's buying his first house with his lovely wife. So it's 2039. You'll be 52, 53 years old, 20 years from now. 51. I almost made him older. Sorry, Tristan. You'll be 51 years old, which by the way, I'll be in, call it 20 months, 51 years old, right? So just for perspective. So all of a sudden you say to yourself, okay, it's the year 2039. And the way I always started my letter was, and my life is insanely great. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all wanna create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we wanna do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, so welcome back to the podcast. Um, today, I just want to have a conversation with you. I was sitting with my team, and, and Brenda challenged me with this question. She's like, you know, what do you do when, in your case, I'm like, hey, I'm a video producer, or I'm creating content, or I'm a real estate agent, or I'm a loan officer, or I'm a mom, or I'm a single person, and I'm going for what I want, and I just keep getting stopped. Right? Is that really the question? And I love that question because look, anyone that's listening to this, you, me included, we've all been in that situation before where we, we felt like we were fighting for something that we wanted, or we were legitimately fighting for something that we wanted and it didn't work out. What do you do? Um, I'm going to take you in a totally different direction, right? You're probably expecting me to give you some ABC, one, two, three tactics. I want to go bigger picture with you. Um, I would argue that today, the reason why the, the upsets, the, the failures that become feedback that I talked about in a recent Mindset Monday, um, the reason why like it doesn't rattle me, like it, it has to be pretty tragic, like just keeping it real, to really rattle me, like really, really, like you know, my wife calling and saying I have cancer, that rattled me. Like a business deal fell apart, a client said no, we were going for some big enterprise account and they backed out of the deal, any XT next. I seem to move right along past that stuff. And it's not because I've got some weird superpower or I'm, I'm more enlightened or better than anybody else. It's because I have a bigger vision and perspective for my life and my career. So I'm not, I don't get like stuck in what's happening in 2019 or what's happening in 2020, right? It's not that I'm not ambitious and going for things. So I want to be clear, but they're like, I'm, you know, I'm fighting for new accounts and new relationships and, you know, growing the business and expanding our reach. And, and I would argue that most of the time it doesn't work out the way I want, but because I have this bigger perspective and this bigger vision that I'm working towards, I recognize that like, I'm just going to navigate a lot of like rough waters. You know what I mean? Like all those sort of, you know, examples about the sailor who doesn't really become great until they're like stuck in a shit burrito and things get really hard. Right. So, so let me, let me take you on a different journey for everybody listening or watching right now. Um, what if I asked you, how long do you plan to live? Let's just start there. 
So if you said to me, gosh, I'm in my 20s, like I could live for another 80, 90, 100 years, you look at human longevity today, and we should have a whole conversation around that separately, that we're all going to live to be 125, 150, so you better be taking care of your brain. You need to go back and listen to my interview with Dr. Daniel Amen. It's super important. Um, brain health, because the body can live a lot longer, but most of us damage our brains, but that's a whole other conversation. How old do you want to live? Like, how long do you want to be on this planet? And then I ask you that because maybe you're listening to this right now and you're 70, maybe you're 80, right? I just had this conversation with my mother-in-law. She's 92 and we're talking about a future to live into at 92. Like how rad is that for a conversation? But here's the thing, you ready? There's two kinds of people on this planet. People that have a clear vision for their life and people that have disasters and failures and upsets that devastate them. People with a big vision for their life that are clear on the essence of what they want and where they're going and how they want their life to be, we all go through the same muck. We all have the same disasters. We all have the same upsets, breakups, breakdowns, the whole, everybody has it. But my experience is the people that I have been uh, blessed to know, to meet, to be mentored by, to mentor uh, a woman I just hung up with, Becky, and I'm, I'm, I'll just leave it at that. Becky today at less than 40 years old has a $2 million net worth and she came to me very successful in her career and she just said, I'm just looking for more. Like, I just feel like empty inside. And I said to her, yeah, like, so whether, you know, empty inside is another way of saying, hey, I'm working my ass off and this just isn't working. Like, this isn't what I wanted, right? Like, like I, I wrote down, I want to be successful in this business and now I'm successful, but I'm not happy, right? That's another roadblock we would deal with. So I asked her, I challenged her, I said, why don't you write me a 20 year vision? And you know, she's a hard driver. She's like, oh God, I can never do that. Like, well, what would my life look like in 20 years? I have no idea, right? I can, I can hear her saying it. I'm like, okay, if you could, could you, my friend listening right now, sit down either on your laptop or a piece of paper and write down, it's the year 2039. That's 20 years from now. So I'm looking at Tristan right now, who's buying his first house with his lovely wife. So it's 2039, you'll be 52, 53 years old, 20 years from now, 51. I almost made him older, sorry, Tristan. You'll be 51 years old, which by the way, I'll be in, call it 20 months, 51 years old, right? So just for perspective. So all of a sudden you say to yourself, okay, it's the year 2039. And the way I always started my letter was, and my life is insanely great. And then what I would do is I would detail out all the sort of categories of my life. Like we all have these, these identities in our life. So I've got an identity as a husband. So the very opening of my 20 year vision is very much about the love affair I'm having with my wife, you know, now married at this point, it would be like 46 years, right? And I'm saying, you know, more in love today, I'm actually reading the letter in my head, more in love today than we've ever been, more connected body and soul. Uh, not always the same, but that's why we're better together, right? We still argue, we still have fun, we're still growing together, we're still thriving together, we're still working on stuff together. Like this is all in my letter. By the way, the first time I wrote that and shared it with my wife, my wife is, if you, if you met my wife, she's not like a crazy goal setter like I am, right? She's very much like, okay, crazy, crazy. You tell me what you want and I'm gonna flower it and make it better and like, you know, take the edges off. That's kind of how we work together. The first time I read her the 20 year vision, it was, it was like, 
I, I remember it's clear as day. We were in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and I was like, baby, I'm working on this thing, like this 20-year vision for our life, and, and, and here's why I'm doing it. Like I'm tired of getting caught up in the year, right? I'm tired of getting caught up in the goal of the day, the week, the month. And I'm not saying those things aren't important and that I don't have them, but I was tired of tying my happiness or my success to what happens in the month of June or what, you know, how the year finishes. And, and I just got over that and said, I want a bigger perspective. I want to be, I want to be pulled towards something greater than my week, month, year performance. So I read her, and of course, as I'm telling her this, she's now expecting me to share like this big, crazy, bold vision for business. And I start with the love affair that I have with my wife and how insanely great our lives are. And then I talk about each of my children and I talk about how old they'll be at that time and that they've made their way on their own, that they've created their own identity and how proud I am of the ventures that they've taken on and the things that they've done and the lessons they've learned and the men that they've become and our grandchildren. Of course, when I start reading that now, my wife is like, oh, grandchildren, oh my God, right? And it's it's just super rad. Like all of a sudden, did I just say super rad on a podcast? That's, sorry, sorry, all my Southern California people that were born in the 70s can appreciate that. Literally, Every time I read that document and the opening is my wife and I, then both my boys individually and collectively. And oh, by the way, we work together, but they've got separate things that they do on their own. So they're not just professional, like, you know, sons of Tom, like that's not their job. Like they have other ventures, other passions, and they bring us new ideas and new inspiration. This is all like, I'm actually taking sound bites from my 20 year vision. And then I start writing out lifestyle because that's a different identity, right? Then I talk about friends. Then I talk about as a coach. Then I talk about as an author. Then I talk about as an entrepreneur, as uh, the leader of Ferry International and then the leader of Ferry Ventures, my, my venture business for you know startups, etc. And I'm breaking all this down, but all the while constantly weaving into this letter all the sort of elements of our life together. And what happens, Brenda, when I read that letter and I'm told, hey, we lost that account, there's, I don't want to say there's no sting, but there's very little sting because I recognize when you look at your life, you know, 365 days times, you know, 20 years, you're going to have some stings along the way, right? We need to have the contrast. We need to have some horrible days to appreciate the really good days. Got to have good weather to appreciate bad weather, like all that stuff we've talked about. Um, it just takes the sting out of it because I say to myself, yeah, but I'm still on the journey. And I've got these sort of signposts along the way in my 20 year vision of how it's all going to work out. And I know that I'm working towards something greater than just, you know, can I close a deal tomorrow? Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. Now, you might say, well, sure, Tom. That makes a ton of sense for you. You're already successful. Mm, I've been doing this for most, like started out like in my early 20s when, when I recognized that 
like I remember being in my 20s and first of all, it looked like you know, baby face, you know, red hair, freckles, Opie, do do do, right? And like, hey, I'm gonna go be a professional speaker. I had to like envision myself being the kind of person that people would even listen to. So I was visualizing and writing out the kind of person I wanted to be in my 30s when I was gonna be old, right? Or my 40s, right, et cetera. So I've been doing this long before I became Tom Ferry, who I am today. I would even argue I became Tom Ferry, who I am today, because I've been writing it since I was in my 20s and in my 30s. So I would challenge you, right? We're all going to face hardship. We're all going to have struggles. It's a part of the hero's journey. The question is, do you have a vision for your life? Like, can you be bold enough to say, it's 20 years from now or 30 years from now. Courtney, how old are you now? 25. 25. 25. Like to say when you're 50, 25 years from now, right? Are you married? Are you single? Do you have kids? Do you have no kids? Like what are you doing? What was your life's journey? You know, what's your relationship like? What have you created? Where's your family? Like you start, you start just describing how you want it to be. And what's fascinating is I don't have a person that's done this exercise. And some of them are like, they're normally women, right? And they're usually very driven, very focused. So the first time I get it, it's like an Excel spreadsheet. It's like, this is what my life looks like. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's like categorized, chunk, 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 chunk. No emotion, no story, no energy, just like a bunch of line items. And then I say, could you flower it up a little bit? Could you get some emotion? And when they add the emotion in, all of a sudden now, like it, the whole thing comes to life right? The whole thing comes to life. Like how much fun would it be to be 25 and to realize that in 25 years, look, you probably are not going to be the center for the Lakers. You with me on this, right? Probably not. Sorry. Right? Like not going to happen. Hey, you, you know, I don't know how well you play basketball and you're definitely not tall enough. Right? But what you could decide to do if you worked on something for 25 years, Brenda, like think like if you put it in that perspective, so much more is available. Right. And if you believe, as I believe that you could learn anything in 25 years, you want to be the most famous podcaster on the planet. You want to be the leader of all Hispanic women, right? Latinos that are, I'm talking specifically right now to Brenda. Like if that becomes the journey, then that becomes the journey. Then all of a sudden now, like every publisher that says, no, we don't want that segment, which would be bizarre. Right. But let's just say they said no, or every podcaster that said no, right. It's okay. Cause that's part of the journey. You with me? It's like if everyone said yes to you, it'd be very boring. You with me? So I guess my challenge to you listening right now as I'm challenging the three of us or four of us, I guess, technically inside the room uh, is to decide how you want it to be and then flower it up with a much, as much emotion as possible, as much energy as possible, with as much clarity as possible, as much clarity as possible. Like don't be vague. Like mine literally says, uh, at our home called the hub of love, which is like, I know you're gonna think I'm a total nut job, but like that matters to me because it's a home in Santa Barbara, up on the hills, looking down over the ocean with a compound. So all my family can come stay with us. And it's like, it's, it's the place where I envision being with my grandkids. It's the place where I envision like teaching my grandkids how to surf right down in, like at the ocean or teaching them how to fish or riding a horse. And, and like, before I wrote this, like I always envisioned, like I wanted to be surrounded by family. I wanted to be surrounded by the people that matter most to me. And like, for me, family is not just like biological. It's like all the people I love. Right. So I wanted a place that was big enough for that. 
and and then there's a high rise and then there's the the house we have at the beach and you may say well man you're thinking really crazy well look i don't know if any of this is going to happen i don't know right the whole world could fall apart tomorrow right I could be offered something that takes me in a complete, I could end up smoking weed every day in India, following around a guru, like who knows, right? But at least today, I have total certainty about what I want. And I can then start fantasizing, go up to Santa Barbara, go look around. Maybe it's not Santa Barbara, maybe it's Goleta. Like maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And they just it was just the mountains and the ranch and the horses, right? The essence of what you want when you get crystal clear on it always shows up. That much I know. The essence of what you want. It's the reticular activating system. I don't know if we've ever talked about it on this, but it's been talked about so many times. Like every human being, right? Tristan's looking for houses right now. He's like, I want a two-story house. I want it to look and feel like this. I want this kind of vibe. And guess what he finds on Zillow every time? Exactly what he's looking for. Matter of fact, he could probably take a single-story house and imagine it as a second story by putting it on there and he'll get what he wants. It's no different from the moment you say, I need a new car. And you're like, you know, I really want that new name, name a brand. What kind of car do you like? Oh my God. Okay. So I want that new Audi. Okay. There's only like 40,000 different types of, a of Audi. So is it the A3, the A4 that I want the new A5. So, so the moment you say I want an Audi A5, by the way, do you have a color that you would like? White. What do you begin to see everywhere? The moment you're like Audi A5, it's all you see now. So, so Courtney, do you think that the Audi dealership here in Southern California, you think they're so good? They're like, Okay, Courtney's coming down the 55 freeway. Pull the white one up on her left. We need the other white one going the opposite direction to honk and wave at her. Or do you think that you're so good that when you lock in on what you want, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, calls it forth to your attention. That's all it is. So my 20-year vision is that on steroids. You with me? It's hundreds of white Audi A5s spotted throughout my entire life right? Starting businesses with my kids. You with me? My wife and I and the romance and the love and the, that's, that's another Audi A5. You with me? So I'm constantly looking towards that. And then what you're going to find is when you start getting super clear on what you want, your behaviors begin to over time naturally align towards that. And if they don't, you probably didn't really want it. It was probably just something you wrote down. We've all done that before. Oh, I really would love to have that new X, whatever X is, but you don't really want it. But because if you really wanted it, you bend the universe to get it. Does that make sense? So I guess the overarching kind of sort of crazy message, and I have no idea how we're going to post this. Like, how do you deal with the biggest challenges and upsets and hurdles? And you'll be like, have a 20-year vision? That's not what I was expecting. But that really is the answer. Because there is no escaping upset, challenges, frustrations, and feedback, and lessons, and mess-ups. There's no escaping any of that stuff. That is a part of life. You with me? I would even argue, talking with a recent friend of mine who's 20 years old, she's an NYU grad, let's not say her name, but she will be listening because we had breakfast the other day in New York, longtime family friend. She was telling me, she's like, I've been so coddled my entire life. She's like, the best thing about living in New York is I came here with nothing. I didn't know anybody. It was hard. It was difficult. I had to grow up. I had to make decisions. I had to put my, you know, hi, I am, nice to meet you, like, and now here I am in my second year and I'm happier than I've ever been. I'm like, why? Because you struggled. Because you struggled. Maybe for the first time in your life, you actually struggled. So, so take that if you're getting your ass handed to you on a regular basis. Congratulations. That means you're growing. That means you're learning. That means you're getting better. And create a 20-year vision. 
I challenge you. If I read mine, and I'm not going to do that, first of all, I would cry. Like that's how that's how important it is to me. By the way, my 20 year vision started in 2015, so here we are in 2019. I'm four years into it, and literally one of the things that I wrote about inside this that I thought would be probably something we would do in 10 or 15 years, we just bought, right? We're in in escrow on a property that was a part of a 20 year vision that we just got into escrow on. And so clearly, you know what that tells me? I wasn't thinking big enough. You with me? Because what you can accomplish in four or five years is bananas. It really is, especially at like the ages I'm looking at right now and you guys aren't seeing these, you know, these like beautiful young faces that I'm looking at, like at their age, anything is possible and nothing takes as long as you think, right? But if you challenge yourself, really Brendan, to go up, it's 20 years from now, let's paint a picture, ready? I'm standing on stage, I was just handed an Oscar, right? I just won an Academy Award, right? And here's why I won it, and it was because of that, 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 like start there. You with me? Then all of a sudden, like every mistake, every journey, every video, every script, everything you write, is just a part of the process. Like everyone that we admire got their ass kicked how many times before they got there? Like does anybody actually wanna hear a story of, well, you know, I just decided and it all worked out instantaneously on a Tuesday and that's why I'm so sick. No, we want to punch that person in the face, right? But, but like when they tell us, I lived, you know, lived on the streets, I lived in my car, I got kicked out of my apartment, my relationship was, you know, destroyed. Every publisher told me it was a bad idea. No one said yes to me as a, as a salesperson. But then I finally figured it out. We're like, oh, the hero's journey. You with me? So I challenge you on a random podcast, sometime whenever we're recording this, I don't even know what day it is, to challenge yourself, thank you, Wednesday, that's good. By the way, my mentor and hero, Mike Vance, always said to me, if you don't know what day it is, that's actually perfect, that's just a sign of creativity. He's like, it's just one of those days that ends with why. I challenge you to write out the vision for your life and make it, make it tactical in the beginning if you want, because if that's just how you roll, A, B, C, one, two, three. But just remember, like, if you were to look back in your life over the last 10 years, and how much you've changed and evolved and learned and grown up and achieved, or maybe just the last five years. And then I, when I do this exercise with people, I say, okay, so where were you five years ago? And all the equities of your life, spiritually, family, relationships, career, wealth, um, EQ, IQ, whatever, you like all the different categories that matter to you of your life that, that makes up the sum of you, all those different personalities, if you will. And you look at where you were five years ago and where you are now, and then you ask yourself, did I grow? How much did I grow? How did I get better? What happened? And you realize how much you've changed in five years. You also realize sometimes how much you didn't change in five years. But when you do that, then I always ask this question, was it by default or by design? Did it just happen or did you actually write it out? And what most people get is they didn't write it out. It just kind of happened. One door opened, one door closed changed this job, got that deal, you know, sold the house, didn't sell, you know, like it just happened. And I'm like, could you imagine if you actually designed it? Could you imagine if you actually said, this is how I want it to be? And then you do that five and 10 and 20 year goal setting exercise. It's super powerful. All right. I'm kind of rambling, but I'm kind of not. I'm super passionate about this. I challenge you to write your 20 year vision. It's December 31st, 2039. I'm sitting in one of my many homes or the home I love more than anything else, my dream home, whatever it is, with the people I love, who are they? What is your relationship? What is your connection to them? How did you get here? What were some of the decisions you made? How did it show up? What is that dream lifestyle? 
Is it waking up every day with your toes in the sand and walking on the beach? Is it hustling in a city like Munich and you've never lived in Germany before, but you always wanted to do it and that's where you are now? Like, it's a really small planet and you've got 20 years to figure it out. Don't worry about the how. Focus on what you want deeply and passionately and get crystal clear on it. And here's the best news. It's not like the Ten Commandments. Chink, 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 chink. It's not set in stone. My wife and I, every time I read it to her, she's like, add this. Change that. Tweak this. And you know what? We just keep massaging it and massaging it. It gets more and more clear and we keep working on it. And the stuff just starts to happen. So... You're always going to have problems. The question is, will you ever have a vision? If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.